Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is August 31st, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um... Lead off segment for this episode is uh, binge watch watching or watched Transformers Generation One, and it's like the second time or second time binge watching it. I mean, way back when it first came out, of course, I watched it every day then. <clears throat> um. College football and probably Transformers, G.I. Joe, He-Man, Silverhawks, Thundercats is probably why I didn't roam the streets like I could have when I was a little kid. Because that's what kept me inside was just a love of sports, cartoons, and wrestling. I mean, I I really could have been out there. Like, (laughs) you know, just another statistic. But luckily, you know, I, I didn't play like organized football until I got into junior high school. Because for whatever reason... You know, I just didn't have that available to me. So, um, so every time I binge watch Transformers Generation One, I always have those flashbacks. You know, being at home, uh, Transformers used to come on at four o'clock in the uh, afternoon. GI Joe at four thirty. You know, He Man and used to come on earlier, but um. You know, it's one of my favorite um, cartoons of all times. And, and just other, I guess, versions that have come out. The only two I can really identify with is Transformers Animated and Beast Wars. And I'm I'm not going to say they're... I, those are the only ones, the uh, other versions that I like, uh... The thing that kind of came out on Netflix was okay. I felt like the Transformers were too bulky. Um, uh, the movies were okay, but I didn't I didn't like how they designed some of the the Transformers in the movies. Um, and just they changed the storyline like. 
you never hear about Primus in the cartoons, the general, the Generation One cartoons. It always was like um, the Quintessons created the Transformers, not Primus. So, you know, it is what it is. So, if you're a Transformers fan, let me know what you think about that segment. Okay. Um, next segment: Do not watch news constantly during a pandemic and social unrest. Um, to me, it's depressing, and I'm not saying don't watch the don't keep up with the pandemic news and the social unrest news. Just don't sit in front of your TV and watch that 24/7. Take a break. It's okay to take a break. Like you're not going to be any less of a person if you don't keep up with every second of these two things going on in uh this country right now. Um um I went to the grocery store today and pleasantly the majority of the people in the store had on masks so i think you know people are finally starting to come around to the idea that hey this thing might be real um you know i can't say if it's real or not but i don't want to take any chances it's just like you know getting in your car and putting on a seatbelt at this point i mean you it's a good chance you won't get in the accident but you never know so you put on your seatbelt just in case. So I, same thing with a mask. Just put on the mask just in case. Um, you know, it could be something political to this pandemic and social unrest thing. It could just be real. Uh, nobody knows. Um, but if this thing just goes away after the, the election, if Trump wins... Then you knew it was political. If Joe Biden wins, you know, there's no telling what Trump might do. And I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I don't think either party cares about black people. Just historically speaking. So, um, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to vote or not. And I appreciate all the sacrifices that black people before me have made. So I would have the right to vote. But I, I don't feel like either candidate is worthy of my vote. You know, that's why I've said several times on this podcast, we need more political parties. We need more than two uh, parties at the table. Because, I mean, what's to say that one day Democrats say we're not going to leave the White House or vice versa? The Republicans say we're not going to leave the White House. Then you got an anarchy. So I just think you need more representation at the table. You know, I need people at the table that can identify with the common person, the common man, the common woman. And I don't think Trump or Biden can identify with that. Definitely not Trump. He's a billionaire. I mean, he don't know what it's like to not be able to pay a bill or not be able to eat or you know walk in the streets he don't know nothing about that so um just um take a break from all this stuff man because you stress stress is is a killer you know 
If you don't do nothing but just walk up and down the street, just go outside and get some air or something, work in your yard, do whatever. But just don't sit in front of the TV and watch the news and, you know, be on, you know, various social media outlets watching the social unrest stuff. So um, let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, Getting to the Florida State stuff, first topic is... Can Scary Terry have a breakout year despite being a marked man by defenses? And I think you're going to see a lot of teams put a safety over the top when it comes to him. And he's going to, like I said many times, he's going to have to learn to run the whole route tree. You can't, you're not just going to be able to run go routes this year. You know, for whatever reason, you know, you snuck up on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, teams two years ago and even last year was still able to run go routes I don't think they're going to let you do it this year I think they definitely going to put a safety over the top so I would just hope that <clears throat> he spent this whole off season running slants running dig routes you know running uh, crossing routes all that stuff um so you can just be a more uh, versatile receiver. Um, I mean, a breakout year for for you know um, for him, in my opinion, would probably be seventy catches, a thousand yards, and maybe fifteen touchdowns. I think that would be a, that would qualify as a breakout year. You know, I think those would be like the minimal numbers. Um, but I think he's going to have a good year. I don't think it's going to be a breakout year. I think he's going to be somewhere around 50 or 60 catches for 900 yards and maybe 10 touchdowns. I think he'll, he'll make plays, but I just think the defenses are going to be paying. I think the defenses are going to pay him a lot of attention this year. They're not going to let him just run down the field and, and score on people. So. Let me know what you think about that segment. Um, Next segment, can Florida State ever get back to what they used to be? And, you know, I've been the last three or four podcasts, I've been talking about teams of yesteryear and, you know, how can we become Florida State and how can we get back to being Florida State and, you know, talking about the head coach and all of that. Um, I don't know. I I know that you need the players to to be Florida State. That's not that's first and foremost. And in today's college football, you have to spend money to get those players. We can we you know I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like kids go to Alabama based on tradition. They don't. They go to Alabama because they're getting paid, and you know it's it's. 
I'm it's basically I'm gonna go to the highest bidder. When you see a kid committed to USC his whole senior year and then at the last second he flips to Alabama, what do you, what do you think that is? That's not just a sudden change of heart. That's okay, we've got you know, $800,000 right here if you come to our school. And that's it. And I don't knock it at all. I, I, I love it. You know, use your money to get the best talent available. I love it. I just wish the players could get some of it legally. I wish they didn't have to do it under the table. You know, the old saying is, hey, if a kid can go to the Middle East and die for his country, he should be able to stay here and earn a paycheck. You know, if you can put a, a, a semi-automatic weapon in a kid's hands and send him up wherever to fight for this country, he should be able to stay here and play college football and get paid to do it. So, you know, um, Florida State's going to have to do that to get back to where they used to be. They're going to have to build that football-only uh, building. You know, they're going to have to stop being cheap, and that's it. You know, gone are the days where Bobby Bowden is there and they're going to come to Florida State just off tradition. Even then, I think a lot of the players that we got under Bobby Bowden were, were getting paid to come. Not as much as kids today, but I think they were definitely coming there and they were getting paid. I don't know this for sure. This is just my opinion. You know, I think there's under the table – a lot of under the table stuff in, in college football and everybody knows it. Nobody has any proof. I think the only time you really hear about it is when, when a player agrees to be represented by a guy and he gives them money. And then later on down the line, the kid doesn't want to be represented by that guy anymore. And the guy exposes him. That's the only time you ever really hear about it, about, you know, the under the table stuff in college football. So, um, I hope Norvell can get us back to where we used to be. Um, I don't think just recruiting a whole bunch of three stars is gonna do it though. You gotta get some you gotta get some 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 blue chippers, man. Like we used to get. You know, even when we went on our little run from two thousand twelve to two thousand sixteen, we were not getting top offensive line talent. So I just, you know, this time around, if if we're going to go on a run, I just hope we can get top offensive line talent. Um, all right, so let me know what you think about that segment. Last segment for this episode. How many wins will it take to convince fans Florida State is improving? Um, I would say eight. If they come out and get eight wins and four losses, or they're, they're only playing 11 games. So I'll take it down one. Seven wins, four losses. I think you could I think you can hang your hat on that. You know, we we're short one game because of the pandemic. We're still up in the air if the season is even gonna be played. But if it is played, I would say seven and four would be uh a okay year. And it would show improvement. But it's it's really how you look on the field. You can be seven and four and look like crap. Um, you can be seven and four and look very good. You know, it's just how does your product look on the field? Look on the field. 
do your players look competent on the field? In the last couple of years, we haven't looked competent as, as a team. But to me, it would take seven wins to convince me that this team is on the rise and is trying to get back to what they used to be. Um, you know, Norvell's got his work cut out for him. I've watched a lot of stuff um, on him on YouTube with, since he's been at Florida State and had, and his practices and stuff. And I only realize I realize it's only like highlights or whatever. But you know, I, I like his coaching style. I, I'm not really big on yelling, but you know, I like that he motivates the guys to go out there and play hard and work hard and practice. I like that. You know, he's actually on the field with the guys. So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go Knowles.